Welcome to Commerce Growth Lab, the community for commerce strategies and tactics. I'm your host, Franco Variano. This season, the podcast focuses on speaking with some of the most interesting and successful trendsetters, entrepreneurs, and leaders in commerce. Together, we'll dive into their unique stories, experience their highs and lows, and gain from their insights and experiences as they continue to shape this industry. One is overplanning. I see a lot of entrepreneurs just overplanning and thinking if not everything is perfect, they can't launch a store. And that's, I don't recommend it. I feel like just go for it, do your research, know what you want to do, and just start selling. Today, we're chatting with Amin Wahidi, the founder and principal of 915, a small e commerce design studio that creates beautiful and functional online shopping experiences. Amin shares a story how he got into e-commerce, what motivated him to launch 915, the biggest mistake he sees entrepreneurs making when it comes to building a new e-commerce brand or scaling an existing one, and much more. So let's get started. Hey, Amin, thanks so much for being on the show today. Hi, Franco. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, super excited to have you on and to learn about all the awesome things that you're up to at 9.15. But before we get into what you're currently up to, can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Where are you from and what did you study? Sure, sure. I'm a designer, developer, uh, living in Austin, Texas. Today, I run a company called 9.15. It's a, it's a small e-commerce design and development agency. We work with businesses to create their online shops. We uh, mainly focus on a platform called Shopify. So we use it as our main platform and we extend that by creating custom themes and custom apps. As far as where I came from, I was born and raised in Morocco. It's a small country in North, Northwest Africa, right south of Spain. And I moved to the U.S. in late 2000 to get a school here. It took me a while to find what I wanted to do, but I changed majors for a few years. And then I ended up picking a, a web design major that was offered by college in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's really cool. So computers, design, e-commerce, where did your passion for all these things come from? I've always been interested in technology. Since, uh, since I was a kid, I've always been curious how things worked. I would uh, take a, a TV, phone, stereo, whatever gadget I could find and take it apart, check how everything works inside and, and then put it back together. I think just understanding the different functionalities of how each part functioned that made me feel more creative and kind of gave me more ideas of things I could possibly build or how I can fix something that's broken. Always enjoyed building things. Mixing technology with daily objects really was something that I always enjoyed. I remember building nightstands with built-in car stereos and speakers and things like that. So just understanding how things work and uh, building new things, that's something that I've always enjoyed since I was a kid. I think once I learned how to code and what I can do with the web, I just got passionate about digital products and and e-commerce and the fact that I can build something and save it online. Or even uh, I can build a platform that other people can use to sell their products online. It's just an amazing feeling. So uh, I created my first online store, I think, from scratch in, in 2004. I was working for an e-commerce company. And uh, since then, I, I've just been amazed at what I can do with technology and, and the use other people can get from it. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of mentioned it a bit in there with how you got started in e-commerce, but Kind of rewind things back to the start of your career in the early days. What were some of the things you focused on then before starting 915? 
it was all over the place. I mean, mainly with the web and technology. After school, I started my own business. I mainly created websites for local shops and car dealers mainly. I did that for a year or so. Then I ended up uh, working for an e-commerce startup. Worked there for a few years. Uh, that was a great place for me to grow because they did not have an IT department. I was supposed to be a designer, but with no IT department, I kind of had to learn how to set up servers, build computers, backend coding, uh, really everything that has to do with IT and dev. So that was a great few years there, and that was a great place for me to grow. And then worked for um, an agency after that for five, six years, worked with clients and larger teams, managing projects and putting together proposals, which obviously we do a lot of now, or I do a lot of it now. After that, worked for a software company for a few years. And uh, that was great to see uh, the whole agile management and, and, and scrum and, and working with way larger team than I was used to before. So it's mainly coding and design, uh, both web and I did some iOS along the way as well. That's really cool. So as you've mentioned, today you're the principal of 915, which you launched in 2013. So can you tell us more about what 915 is all about and what really motivated you to start it? 915, I mean, in short now, what we do is we create beautiful functional stores for, for small businesses. And as far as motive goes, when I start 915, I've always wanted to run my own business. I feel like I do my best work when I work for myself, but I also like supporting small business and enjoyed working with the Shopify platform and working with other business owners, just seeing them succeed, especially because of something we've built is an amazing feeling. So that was a great motive for me since since I started 915. And it, now we have a team and we all work on client projects together and we work with our clients. We try to do our best work every day. So, so it's a great feeling every day. For sure. And just to add to that, because I know it's a pretty cool story, but where did the name of the company come from? 915 was started as a side business, and at that time, I worked at night every single time when, I, when I'm done, when I'm ready to go to work, it was around 9, 9.15, so whenever I want to set up a meeting with a colleague or a co-worker that I was working with, I'll sit up around 9.15 p.m., so when it came down to uh, start my own LLC and find a name, I just came up with 915, and I figured that the name is unique, so it'll be, it'll be easy to find the domain name, and, and so I just went with it. That's awesome. I love that story. And so you mentioned it a little bit, but from day one, you guys have been a Shopify partner, starting off by designing themes, then doing services, custom development, and now even your own apps, which we'll get into shortly. But I wanted to dive a bit more into how you've seen the e-commerce landscape grow and change for merchants over the years. You mentioned that in the early days, you were building your own servers. So what's it been like being part of that space over the years? Obviously, everything has changed over the past decade or so, but right now, it's much easier to put together an online store. For example, just going back to Shopify, they have a great theme store. You can create a store within a few hours for a project that would take you weeks, if not months, just to put together and setting up the server, creating the whole store from scratch. So that's a big plus right now. So it gives us the opportunity to do what we do best, work on the design, work on the functionality and usability of the store and focus on that. And also gives our clients the ability to work on what they do best and then promoting the product and selling the product instead of worrying about technology or if the server is down or anything like that. And from a personal or business perspective, how have you guys changed how you approach working with clients? What have been some of the challenges that you know you're working on for stores? 
Currently, what we do when we work with clients, we obviously create custom teams and custom solutions for e-commerce brands. It just gives us the ability to work on more complex items. So instead of focusing on creating a collection page that would list product, now we can tap into some APIs and connect their iOS apps with their store or connect a third-party service. So it's really just working on more complex functionality and not worry about the simple items like the add to cart is not functioning or creating or creating a responsive design or anything like that. So basically, we just get exposed to the, the different type of technologies, work with, with different companies and third-party services, and that, that way we provide more functionality for that same amount of effort. Totally makes sense. And so earlier you mentioned working with small business owners to create these amazing e-commerce experiences. And you're currently based in Austin, which has some pretty deep roots in commerce. So what's it like being part of the community and the e-commerce scene there? Yes, Austin is great. It's a, it's, a, it's a great city to be a small business based here. Honestly, I don't know if 915 would have been the same if it was somewhere else. The city is full of energy, creativity, and it's a great place for a small business to thrive. The community is great. And one thing that's, that's great about here is that most clients that are based here don't necessarily care about how small your team is or how small your company is or how dense your office is. I mean, most people care about results that works for us. We like it. That's really cool. And so circling back to the evolution of 915, what are some of the current apps you're working on and where did the inspiration to build those apps come from? Sure, sure. Uh, for most of our apps, they're apps to support our current clients. That's one, one of our biggest goals right now is creating different apps and functionality to support our current clients. So over the years that we've been doing this, we have uh, quite a few ideas, features that most of our clients request. So that's what we're starting with. We are currently working on two apps. Both apps are complementary to what we do. They were supposed to be launched this week, but I think it's going to take two or three more weeks before they launch. But one of them is called Overhaul, and the app overall, the main purpose of it is really to make it easier for clients to update their inventory. We have quite a few clients that use dropshipping, and that's how they, they, they run their business. And with dropshipping, one of, especially if you have a lot of product, typically what you would do is that you would receive a CSV file from your distributor every morning, and you have to go through your product and update the inventory and update the prices. With an overhaul app, you could just do that two or three clicks. You just upload the CSV, map the fields, and push update, and it will just update it in the background. And that would, by itself, would save you two, for some of our clients, we'll save them two or three hours a day, just going through and updating the prices and inventory, et cetera. So that's, that's the first app that we're launching here soon. And then the other app, it's not fully complete, so I'm just going to wait until we close it before, before we go into details on that. Yeah, I totally get it. So we'll have to stay tuned and watch for those in the near future. Sure, that'd be great. So given all your experience and the tools you're working on now to better support your own clients, what advice or insights would you have for new e-commerce entrepreneurs who are just starting off? What should they focus on? Branding is big. Know what you want to, what you want to represent. Know what you want to sell. Also, do research, but don't overplan it. Learn from the community. Learn from customers. I always recommend starting small and be as involved as possible on social media. Even support tickets from your customers and clients. Growing slowly is, is the key. So that way you always keep close to your customers and you know what people think about your brand and how people are seeing you on the other side. 
Definitely. And maybe on a similar note, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see e-commerce entrepreneurs making? So there are a couple of things that I, I can think of now. One is over planning. I see a lot of entrepreneurs just over planning and thinking if not everything is perfect, they can't launch a store. And that's, I don't recommend it. I feel like just go for it. Do your research, know what you want to do and just start selling. And then the second one is some of our clients, they would not be involved in social media or they would let someone else take care of their social media. And I feel like social media is, is really the key to start a, an e-commerce business. You have to be involved in social media and you want to be, if not yourself, you want to have somebody who works for the company, somebody who knows the brand, somebody who can represent the brand to be your voice on social media. Yeah, I completely agree. And so being only a few weeks away from the launch of your first app, Overhaul, and then another one after that, what's your focus for 2018? Our main focus this year is supporting our current clients. That's one thing we really want to focus on, uh, whether it's with apps or uh, monthly services or, or audits and things like that. Really c- coming up with different plans to just, we want to support our current clients and make sure we're focusing on their success. So it's mainly post-launch services. That's very exciting. And so if there are any entrepreneurs listening who want to either start their own e-commerce agency or their own brand, what are some of the resources that have been useful to you that you would want to recommend to others? I feel like meetups, uh, meeting face-to-face with people is all, always valuable. I like learning from other entrepreneurs, talking to them, getting um, getting their opinion about ideas or things that they would like to see, whether they're a shop owner or an agency owner or somebody who works for an online store. I think that's that's always valuable. Conferences are great. I go into conferences. I think that you make a lot of connections and uh, I think you gain a lot of that. Also, uh, Shopify has a great blog to help businesses and shop owners. An idea about product to sell or if you're a developer to learn more about how to, how to create online stores or design online stores or some marketing techniques. Also, uh, Shopify has an exchange website that for stores for sale and uh, it's a good way to learn more about stores and what type of revenue should you should expect from a specific industry and how stores are doing so i feel like that's all, uh, also a good resource and it's called exchange.shopify.com yeah and really just be curious and read more read uh, more on the web and listen to podcasts and that's pretty much it Yeah, for sure. There's tons of really good resources in there and we'll make sure that we link to them so others can check them out. And so on that note, do you have any final thoughts or words of advice to leave us with? The best advice I would say is just go for it. Go for it and start small and you'll learn as you go and ask for help uh, if, if you need help. It's easy to meet people and it's easy to talk to people. I guess don't be shy and just meet people and ask for help and, and go for it. For sure. I couldn't think of a better way to end the episode. Mean, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It was awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Commerce Growth Lab is recorded and produced by me. There's no massive team behind it, and so I'd love your help in growing the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show or share a link on social media. You can find out more about the show, our guests, and everything commerce-related by visiting our site, at www.commercegrowthlab.com. Follow us on Twitter at commgrowthlab, that's com with two M's, or join the community on Facebook at Commerce Growth Lab. We couldn't do the show without your awesome support, so thanks for listening.